0: The U.S. sovereign bonds extend their rally on some dovish comments from the hawkish Federal Reserve members, the U.S. dollar melts against most major currencies, gold rallies past the $2,050 per ounce level, and even trading volumes in GameStop options spike. To tell you, optimism is at its peak right now. So Welcome, this is Swiss Code's daily market talk. So the US bonds extended their rally, ladies and gentlemen, at yesterday's trading session as one of the Federal Reserve's most hawkish members, Christopher Waller said in a speech named something appears to be giving yesterday that he is increasingly confident that the US monetary policy is currently well positioned to slow the US economy and get inflation back to the 2% target, the Chicago Fed President said. Said that, well, the slowdown that we see in inflation in the US has been the biggest such drop in 71 years. While the New York Fed president, Mr. John Williams, said that the decline that we see in inflation is indeed encouraging. And no one among these members actually mentioned the falling long-term yields in the US and hence the possibility that it could be a challenge for the Federal Reserve's monetary policy tightening and its inflation battle. So the dovish comments from the Fed members sent the US two-year yield below this month's critical support of 4.80% level at yesterday's trading session. The two-year yield has slipped below the 4.70%. This morning, the 10-year yield fell on the other hand below the 4.30% mark. The US dollar index tumbled to the lowest level since. August this year as gold rallied past the $2,050 level this morning and that on the back of a broadly softer US dollar and of course the tumbling US yields which obviously do decrease the opportunity cost of holding the non-interest bearing gold and makes gold obviously more attractive too hold for investors. The US dollar sell-off also echoed across the global foreign exchange markets. Of course, the euro dollar traded above the 110 psychological level this morning. Cable hit my 1.27 target way faster than I expected. And the dollar yen also tipped a toe below the 147 level and also below its 100-day moving average. I mean, we have now a few technical levels across currencies and commodities that are being tested as a result of a significant meltdown that we see in the u.s yield since a month and so and the u.s yields are basically the basis of an investment strategy and valuations as they are an indication the most popular indication of the safe rate on which investors could actually build their risk to return models and Obviously, when the yields go down, investors also accept less return for more risk or just more risk elsewhere. And when I say elsewhere, I mean it could be really everywhere because look, options in GameStop see wild volumes these past days. It appears that investors expect the GameStop stock to rally by 50% in little more than a week from now. Most positions have been reportedly opened recently and they are small. So this means that the market optimism is now vacuuming retail traders in the market. And it's the ultimate signal that the rally that we've been seeing in everything in this market is extending to some uncomfortable and overstretched levels. But of course, if the rally in the US bonds continue, it could continue, and the US yields continue to melt, well, we will likely see some key and crucial technical levels breached and a further rally in risk assets yet yet not that at the current levels the us bonds are actually approaching the overbought market territory in the sense JP Morgan's active clients for example went crazy long the US 10-year papers with net long surging the most since 2010. The US dollar index has stepped into the oversold market territory, gold is in the overbought territory, the euro and the pound are overbought against US dollar and the S&P 500 which barely gained a mid-yesterday's bond rally in the US is also in the overbought market territory. So in plain English, this means that the RSI indicators across the most asset classes are screaming that it's time for some correction. And fundamentally speaking, the only thing that could eventually push these US yields even lower from the actual levels is increase evidence that the US economy is going to experience a hard landing and even a recession which would then justify the actual market pricing that the Federal Reserve will be cutting its interest rates by 100 basis points. Next year. Now, we spoke about the Fed members early in this episode who gave out some dovish comments, but many central bankers from around the world also spoke in an event in Hong Kong this week. And, well, you know what? Their assessment of their monetary policies was, say, less optimistic than their Federal Reserve peers. The European Central Bank's Joachim Nagel, for example, he repeated that it is premature to even talk about the interest rate cuts in the Eurozone, as there is certainly a bumpy road ahead for inflation on the old continent, he said. Then a policymaker at the Bank of England also warned that the services inflation in the UK actually remains sticky Even though the rest of the prices are going down, and that inflation becomes more homegrown in the UK, and that it will be challenging to squeeze it out of the system. And the Reserve Bank of Australia's Michelle Blogg had also mentioned the same exact thing last week. Remember, she had also said that in Australia as well, the inflation becomes more homegrown and it becomes more demand-driven, demand-related, and that could require some further monetary policy tightening. And the Reserve Bank of New Zealand kept the interest rates unchanged at today's meeting as expected, but repeated that the policy will remain restrictive for some more time to tame inflation. So the QE dollar extended its exponential rise and hit the 0.62 level for the first time since August this year and also hit the overbought market territory. Now, globally speaking, what we see here and today is a growing divergence between the Federal Reserve members, which actually sound more dovish than they used to sound a couple of weeks earlier, and the other major central bankers, which actually maintain their hawkish monetary policy sense regarding their, well, rate policy and all the other policies. And That being said, the US economy is in a stronger position than many of these other major economies time is to withstand higher race for longer especially better place than the european economies for example and inflation in the u.s could also prove to be volatile in the next few quarters which could actually require an acceptance of higher rates for a longer period of time and higher uh, inflation than just two percent as a new normal but anyway all this is to say that the rally in the u.s bonds as of today hence the sell-off that we see in the u.s dollar seem to me like they have gone ahead of themselves and they look quite overstretched and that some correction everywhere is certainly on the menu for the month of December. Now looking at the data, uh, just don't forget to have a look at the latest US GDP update today and also at the latest European inflation updates between today and tomorrow. Now the US GDP data is actually expected to confirm a nearly 5% growth in the third quarter with an amazing 4% growth on consumer spending ladies and gentlemen and inflation in Europe is expected to continue to ease in major European economies. Now keep in mind that a robust US growth is positive for the US dollar and softening inflation is fundamentally negative for the single currency. In the energy space, while U.S. grid rebounded past $76 per barrel level yesterday, but gains remain timid, as the latest news suggests that Angola and Nigeria continue to resist to Saudi Arabia's demand for a joint effort to reduce the oil supply and keep prices higher, and that there is also a chance that OPEC meeting, uh, which is rescheduled to tomorrow from last week, and remember, well, could be delayed yet again, so any further delay in the next OPEC meeting could also trigger another sell-off in oil prices in the second half of this week. So keep an eye on oil markets and on OPEC, of course. So this is all for today. I'm Ipeko Oskar and thanks for joining me today. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on instagram on x and on linkedin for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments and also please do not forget to hit that like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them so i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading